today. Man, it was just such a great weekend last weekend and the weekend before that actually for me down in Ardmore getting to uh, be there with my uh, pastor and uh, see all the many young men and women that have gone out of that church and now uh, you know we're, we're, we're getting to do that here at House of Restoration just sending out young men and women into the world to to uh, watch God move and work in their lives and it's just a to me it's it's a, it's a thrill can I say that it just blesses me so immensely to see young men and women uh, pursuing God. Is that what it's about? Pursuing God. I was called at the age of 17 years old into ministry. I got saved after coming back from wheat harvest, just a mess. There had been a revival in my youth group. and you know, Within a matter of a month or so, we began praying and seeking God. And, and God called me into ministry. I began calling preachers. Now, this was a long time ago, okay? Let's go back to 1973, okay? 1972. Say, that's a long time, preacher man. <laughs> yeah, now we're telling how old we are. 17 years old, just, just graduated from high school, began calling preachers to ask them if I could come and preach in their church. The first sermon was in Lone Wolf, Lone, yeah, Lone, there's Lone Grove and there's Lone Wolf. It was in, I've preached in Lone Grove too, but Lone Wolf, Oklahoma, and then Sentinel, and then Childress, and then Wellington, and then Snyder, all around, you know, kind of like, you know, the Bible says go out, and I went, I went within about a 50-mile radius, and then I went within a 100-mile radius, and then I started branching out to a 200-mile radius. So one of my first callings was being an evangelist, and then also helping in the youth group there, became the youth leader of the church. God poured out his spirit. In that little church, some four or five young men and women called into to, uh, to ministry. Married at the age of 18, I got my minister's license from the Assemblies of God, and actually went through the same course. I'm, we're using some of the same books in our licensing and credentialing ministry here that I used 50 years ago. Can you believe it? Yeah, the class can. They look at the pictures on it and go, yeah, this is... Old, but, but retro, right? Y'all are really enjoying it, right, Lisa? It's, it's got, got some vintage. There you go. It's got some great classic vintage stuff in there that never changes. How many of you know the Word of God never changes? Amen. It's power, it was powerful 50 years ago, and it's still just as powerful today. So, when it, you know, went, went into to, to ministry, you know, to, went to Ardmore, was a musician, rural rangers, bus ministry, Eventually, the youth pastor uh, made an album in 81, on and on, all this stuff going on in my life, praise and worship leader. And yet, there were times in my life, as I look back over it, I don't want any, any of this to be about me today, but there were times in my life when I would hit a wall. Are you with me? And many times, I think if you've ever been in ministry, there's going to be those seasons in your life when you hit a wall. And you either break down or you break through. Amen? And this is a great picture here, if we can get it up here. Shows a guy, what, busting through the wall, right? How many would rather have breakthrough than break down? Amen. As I said, I've tasted some of it. Today we're going to look. There was a, a chapter in the Bible where there was a breakdown. And in the very next chapter, there was a breakthrough. We're going to be looking at that. But I want to say this today. Every time that I have sought his will and aligned myself with it, Life was much better. Promotion, increase, blessings, 
along with tests and trials, but when I would break on through, when I would persist on through, the blessings of God would rain down upon me. So we see a pattern in the Bible, do we not? Every time God spoke to people about something he wanted them to do, they had to realign their lives in some way. This means yes. This means yes. And this means, boy, y'all are lazy today. Can't even move your head. Come on here. Hallelujah. Every time there had to be some alignment within that person to get to the will. We're going to look at some today. Abraham. Remember him? I mean, Genesis chapter 12, pretty early in the Bible. He was having a good life, wasn't he? There in Ur with his family, everything going great. But we begin reading in the first verses of Genesis chapter 12. God spoke to him. He said, you got a choice to make. You can stay here in comfort zone or you can come follow me. And I'm going to bless you. I'm going to multiply your seed, blah, blah, blah. Everything's going to be a blessing, blessing, blessing. In fact, I'll even make you a father of many nations. Guess what he chose? <laughs> to go with God, didn't he? To go with God. And God did break, uh, uh, bless him with breakthrough. You know, it took a while. It was a season, was it not, of some 25 years of waiting on God and his promises. But eventually, breakthrough came through the child Isaac. Woo, man. The child Isaac came and blessed. And then we see all the seed now of, uh, of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph all down through there. God blessed them. Many nations did come from his seed. But he had to align himself with God, didn't he? We have to align ourselves with, with God and what he wants for our lives. Moses. Remember him? Remember the story of Moses? Being brief on all these today, we could preach on every one of them, but he had to experience a breakthrough on the backside of a desert, didn't he? We remember the story of him born, was supposed to be killed, but his mother hit him in the bull rushes there, and eventually uh, saw a killing going on by an Egyptian. Everybody remember this? And they hit him. Anyway, uh, he, no, he went into hiding. Moses did for several years, and on the backside of that desert, God caused a burning bush to, to light up and get his attention, didn't he? Anybody ever had a burning bush experience in your life where it just, you know, and the thing about this bush, the thing that attracted it, it kept burning and burning and burning, 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 <laughs> yeah, just, and, and never did consume. How I many you know a fire, of course, Teddy's a, a fireman back there, you have to have some kind of a, of a product for a fire to burn, right? Be it gas, wood, something, but this fire just kept burning. So he turned over to that bush, and guess what? God called him into ministry there. He said, I've called you. You're going to go to Pharaoh, and you're going to tell him to let my people go. So he was the, quote, deliverer, wasn't he, of the Israelites there. God used him mightily, but he had to align himself with God's word and do some things in his life. He, he gave every excuse. Anybody ever give, given excuses to God? I can't do that. I can't talk. I can't do this. I can't do that. I mean, no, can't. Never did nothing. Amen. Can't never did anything. But God took Moses. He took his characteristics. He took his personality, his strengths, and his weaknesses, and he molded him until he was suited to his 
purpose where he could use him. Anybody got the t-shirt on that? Anybody been back on the wheel and been molded and shaped into something that God can use? So many times we want to do it our way, don't we? We want to, you know, I'll go, God, but, oh, I'm a, you know, I want to do it this. No, God said it's going to be my way or the highway, right? He always moves in our lives. He aligns us with his word. So there's going to be a season sometime in your life when God's got, got his hand on you, and it may not seem like it right at the moment. It may not look like it, but I'm telling you, breakthrough's coming. You keep doing what God told you to do, and you can't help but have a breakthrough in your life. You, some of you today, perhaps, you're, you've hit the wall and you're trying to bust through. You're hitting it with everything you got, with your head and your feet and kicking and doing everything. You, and there doesn't seem to be a breakthrough, but there will be in the name of Jesus. Breakthrough is coming. Hallelujah. Look at Jonah. This may be some of y'all, one of y'all today or two of y'all. God called him to go to Assyria and call them to repentance. What did he say? I'm not going. I'm not going. How many know you can say go? you can say no to God? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you can say no to God, and, and and again, a lot of people have, and a lot of people have reaped the consequences of of that deal. He said, "I'm not going. I don't like them." When God called me to Hobbs, New Mexico, I I had a hard time driving out there. I'm like, "Oh my God, this is barren." <laughs> This is a mesquite and cactus and jackrabbits, about all you see out there. But, you know, wound up having 12 fruitful years out there in Hobbs, New Mexico. And again, another breakthrough. I remember the first Sunday, I was like, man, man, these people, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I want to get back to grass and trees and water. And, but we, we hung it out. We stayed there. We stuck it out. And God blessed us there for 12 years. Years, But every time, again, we have to align ourselves uh, with God in some way. And God did, you know, he, he got Jonah's attention, didn't he? Yep, yep. Belly of a whale. <laughs> Belly of a whale. You know, and finally, I think it's in chapter 2, he says, When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. <laughs> when my soul fainted within me. When I was down at my lowest seaweed wrapped around his head, down in the inside, about to die. And he said, I remember the Lord. And then he said, I will pay what I have vowed. I'll, I'll do it your way, God. I'm tired of fighting this. Let me out of here, and I'll do it. And he did. And how many people? 120,000, wasn't it? Got saved there in, in Assyria. Wow. God had to align him, though. So we're going to look today. You know, there's, there's a whole lot more stories, even in the New Testament. Peter, Paul. Every one of them had to align themselves with God, amen, to see the breakthrough in their lives, to see uh, the purpose and the plan that God had for them. But one of my favorites is David. So I want us to go to uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 13 this morning, verse 9. David, if you look at him, he's already been anointed king of Israel. In the chapter before this, in chapter 12, all of his mighty men. How many know there were a lot of mighty men that were attracted to David? I guess because the story of David. They knew about the, 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 the bear and the lion and the giant, right? So he had a lot. If you read that chapter 12, you'll see all the mighty men that, that God brought to David. They came to Jerusalem to make him king. But, you know, for some reason, we're going to find out today, David had not fully realized that he was the king. But 
he's, you know, he's trying to do something good for God here, and yet, you know, sometimes we try to do something for God, and we're doing it the wrong way. Ever been there? Got the, you know, a lot of lessons here today. They were not quite doing it the way God said to do it, and so God didn't bless it. So let's, let's look here in 1 Chronicles 13, 9. And when they came into the threshing floor of Chidon, Uzzah, everybody say Uzzah. Uzzah, put forth his hand to hold the ark, for the oxen stumbled. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he smote him, because he put his hand to the ark, and there he died before God. And David was displeased, because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah. Wherefore, that place is called Pirazuzzah to this day. Pirazuzzah, everybody say Pirazuzzah. That's a mouthful, isn't it? That means a breakdown. There was a breakdown that day, wasn't there? Had to stop the whole proceedings. And actually, we're going to find, move the ark. It tore David up. He was, he, was, he was afraid of God that day. Here, I'm trying to do something for you, God. And this happens. Let's read just a little bit farther. I believe there's one more verse. Is that right? So David brought not the ark home to himself, to the city of David. But he carried it aside into the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. So we see a, a breakdown here. I mean, you know, God can turn breakdowns into breakthroughs. Amen. I've experienced it in my own life, as I said at the start of this, many times in 50 years of ministry, hitting a wall, breaking down, but pushing on through, pushing on through to breakthrough. I believe in the seasons and the times that we're living in, it's going to take some mighty men and women of God to push on through to break through in your life. I believe that firmly. Amen. It's going to take some, some uh, what's the word here, uh, confrontation. It's going to take some persistence. It's going to take some faith to get the breakthrough in your life. God has it for you, and he wants it for you, but you're going to have to be persistent. So we find here the breakthrough. Down. Then we move on in, you know, to chapter 14, I believe it is. Yes, chapter 14 and verse number 2. Here's, I mentioned this a while ago earlier. And David perceived that the Lord had confirmed him king over Israel, for his kingdom was lifted up on high because of his people Israel. That's, that's, that's a mighty word right there, isn't it? David perceived. Something happened to David that day. He fully realized, he became aware of who he was. Do you know who you are? Anybody? Do you know who you are? Amen. Yeah, I'm so-and-so. Amen. Do you, do you realize the power that is actually working inside of you as a believer, as a child of God? You are more than a conqueror, amen? You are full of the Holy Spirit. There's power that reigns in your life that can move mountains. Hallelujah. The dead can be raised to life by the power working inside of you. Come on, somebody. Preach with me today, amen? Praise God. We need a breakthrough in this service today. Hallelujah. Just a breakthrough of the Holy Spirit. I pray someone leaves here today aware of who you are. Amen. Because the enemy has sold you a bill of goods and he said, you're, you're not enough. You're this, you're that. You're a loser. You're basically blah, blah. And fed you all these lies into your mind. And you've got to realize who you are. You know, if you don't know who you are, how can you be the person God wants you to be? God knows who you are. I know who you are. 
Amen. So we've got to grab hold of that. We've got to perceive it. We've got to get it down in our spirit. I believe there's some great and mighty things awaiting those who understand who they are. Praise God. In the kingdom world, God is looking for men and women, I believe, that understand who they are. They understand their calling. They understand their giftings. They understand these things because the Holy Spirit has revealed it to them. You know, you're, if you're in ministry today, you've already heard from God. Amen? You're bound to have had your ears open. Some people never go past just receiving Christ as Lord and Savior. They stop there. There's more. There's more. There's a level up. Amen? Praise God. You can move up in the kingdom of God. We never come to a place of comfort. Amen? We keep moving forward in God. But I've seen it so many times in ministry. People come to a, a comfort level in the Lord. And I'm preaching to myself today. Here I am, you know, even late in life, God is still challenging me. I was challenged two weeks ago there in that service. And I mentioned it last week a little bit. I'm thankful God called me into ministry. I have no regrets. I have no, and again, uh, have done a few things, a few things for God. But oh, there's much, much more. Amen. So never, never come to a plateau in your life spiritually. It's dangerous. That's when the enemy can cause breakdowns in your life. When you come to that plateau, keep seeking. You know, the song Sheila led a while ago, The More I Seek You, what happens? The more I find you. And the more I find you, what happens? The more I love you. Good job, Patrick. Here's a soul winner right here, man. He's out inviting his neighborhood, man, just reaching people for the, for the Lord. Brought another new... Uh, lady here the last couple of weeks man he's on fire for god he understands uh breakthrough amen breaking through to what god has in his in his life so he perceived something happened in david he perceived who he was praise god hallelujah you may be going through the greatest trial of your life the greatest testing of your life right now your mouth may still be in the present but your spirit is going to step into your future amen i believe that today when you leave here today we're going to be praying over people if you're needing a breakthrough in your life you've got to stop the mouth from talking coulda shoulda woulda and the past and the present amen you've got to look to god get your focus on him get ready for breakthrough amen david perceived who he was do you get this today Hallelujah. Perceive who you are more than a conqueror. Praise God. You're a winner, every one of you. Hallelujah. God wants to move you up to your rightful place in his kingdom. And this is not just a little pep rally, pep talk today. I believe it with all of my heart. God has great things for this church. You, you know, you look today and it's not full, but it will be. Can anybody see that? Well, I got five. I said, can anybody see that? Hallelujah. All you say, oh, man, people just aren't going to church anymore. They're just staying home and watching. We can, you know, we can give all the excuses we want to. But the fact is, people need to be in church. We have the answer. We have the solution. We just got to go get them. Pretty simple, isn't it? We go out, give out, bring them in. Praise God. Each and every one of us, bring in one, bring in two, bring in three, whatever it takes. 
to fill it up for the glory of God. And then watch them get filled up and get breakthrough in their life. And then they go out. And it just keeps snowballing, doesn't it? The ball just keeps rolling. Praise it. I'm believing for great things. I'm believing for great things. Hallelujah. I'm still confident in God. Am I in myself? No. In him, yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. I can do all things. But as you, you know, we're going to move into point number. We put point number one up there. We've talked about it a little bit. He perceived in his spirit who he was. Number two, we're going to move on into the latter part of chapter 14. And this is important. He called upon God for direction. That sounds simple, doesn't it? He called upon God for direction. Let's read it here. There's some things going on in chapter 14. But let's go ahead and read that part there. Uh, The next one, uh, I believe it starts about 8 or 9, somewhere in there. Did I give it to you? Should have. Yeah, 8 through 11. There it is. If not, I'll read it here. There it is. Uh, Didn't get it. Okay. Chapter 14, uh, verse number 8. When the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David. And David heard of it and went out against them. Who's the Philistines? The enemy. Everybody say the enemy. Will the enemy try to stop your breakthrough? Every time. Every time. Good point. And the Philistines came and spread themselves. There it is. Verse number 9. When they came into the threshing floor of Chidon, Uzzah put forth the... Nope, we're back. Okay, I'm going to disregard that back there. Apparently you can't find it. Back to 14. The Philistines came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim, and David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines, and will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said unto him, Go up, for I will deliver them into your hand. So they came up to Baal-perazim, and David smote them there. Then David said, God has broken in upon my enemies by my hand like the breaking forth of waters. Therefore they call the name of that place Baal-perazim. Anybody ever heard that term? The God of breakthrough. Like rushing waters. Breakthrough. Hallelujah. And when they had left their gods there, David gave a commandment, and they were burned with fire so he called upon god for direction how many has ever had to call upon god for direction in your life many many times hallelujah you know i've learned uh and again david you know david wouldn't have had the problem in chapter 13 if he had called upon god god had a way for the ark to be transported didn't he yeah it's spelled out there in Leviticus, several different places. Well, he just said, let's go get the ark. And they went and he inquired of his, some of his team in, in chapter 13, verse 1. He inquired of the team and some of the, the, the ones in chapter 12, the mighty men, let's go get it. <laughs> let's go get that thing. Well, what they didn't do was inquire of God. God wanted only priests to carry it. And he didn't want it on it. You know, they went, let's get a brand new cart. Well, that wasn't the way God wanted it transported. He wanted it carried with poles, right? And only priest carrying it. So in the meantime, David did seek God. He called out to God and, and found, we're going to find later in the next chapter, they did go and get the ark. Amen? 
and they got it the right way and brought it to Jerusalem. And, and, but there's a right way and a wrong way of doing things. We've got to seek God to know his plan and his will. We just keep butting our head many times against that wall due to ignorance, right? <laughs> Amen? I'm, I'm just looking at my own life. I've done it. I have done it. Butted my head against the wall over and over and over till you know, headache melted down the side of the wall. I can just see myself sometimes as I look back over my life thinking, man, man, I wish I would have inquired of God. I wish I would have called upon God. Too many times we get it out of order. I've learned to get there early. <laughs> get there early. Call upon God and quit trying to do it my way. Quit trying to uh, do the macho thing, but call upon God. God guaranteed him victory, didn't he? He guaranteed him victory. He said, I, I'll, yeah. He said, shall I go? He said, yeah, you, you go. Up for I will deliver them into your hand. Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, breakthrough, your breakthrough sometimes will involve confrontation. I think I mentioned that earlier. It doesn't just fall out of the sky. And David said this. He said, God has broken through upon my enemies. Did you catch that part about by my hand? So many times we call and want God's power to work. And his power will work, amen? But sometimes he's going to use you. It's kind of a two-thing, two-fold thing. His, your hand, his power. Let's say that. My hand, his power. My hand, his power. He's going to cause breakthrough in your life. Hallelujah. The enemy's going to come. He's going to ramp it up. He's going to try to do everything that he can right before victory. And that's what happened. They heard, oh, he's the king. He's the king. Let's go get him. Let's go smack him down. Let's get him. And they tried. But because of breakthrough, because of the rushing of many waters, they, they defeated the Philistines. Does, does the enemy quit there? If you read on in this chapter, he came back again, round two. I don't know what round you're on. <laughs> Somebody said a lot, preacher. How many's fought the devil a few times in your life? You're here today because you're a champion. Hey Amen. You haven't. There's a lot of people that have submitted to his dealings. They, they've just given up. So it says something about you today. You are not going to allow the enemy to defeat you. You are going to have. I say you're going to have breakthrough in your life. Amen. Praise God. From breakdown to breakthrough. Faith and action brings breakthrough. Once you've broken through. You'll never be the same again. You'll never be the same again. Once you've experienced breakthrough in your life, there's no looking back. Amen. You've burst forth into something up to a new level. Amen. A new level in Christ. You've busted through that wall. You know, the football season's getting ready, and I don't watch a whole lot of it anymore due to a lot of reasons. But anyway, we won't go there. Uh, but, you know, I liken this to a running back spiritually you know there's there's the uh, offensive line up front you got these big old 350 pound plus guys making a wall for this running back to try to bust through and sometimes they're able to push you know the there's the big old 300 pounders on the other side of the line right 
Guess what they're trying to do? Stop the running back from getting through the hole. They're, they're there pushing and shoving and, and all this stuff going on. But, you know, you give that running back just a little opening. If he's any good at all, look out. He bust right through and he bust into the secondary. Then all the way, hopefully, for a touchdown, right? There's a breakthrough. There's resistance at the line. But once you've broken through, man, move on out into the secondary Go all the way, amen, for a touchdown. Praise God. Keep moving forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So many times, you know, as, as, we, as we look over our lives, as I look over my life, maybe I should say it that way, right at that moment of impact, right at that moment of when you're busting through there, the enemy is going to fight the, the, the hardest. He's going to come against you, as I said, with everything that he can and you have got to have enough of God in your life enough of the Holy Spirit living inside of you to bust through there are you getting this today I've said it a couple three times you've got to get close to God inquire of God what is your what is your plan what is your direction and then number three we're wrapping this up obey God and never look back amen obey God you know some some people uh, they get stuck in what they used to be Quit, you know, quit judging your life by what you used to be. Oh, that's, a, that's a word for somebody. You are, as, as we've said today, this whole servant, this whole service today, you are more than a conqueror. You are not defeated. You're the head and not the tail. Amen? Come on, church. We've got to grasp this. Hallelujah. We preach it, and we preach it, and we preach it, and yet I still see many people living beneath their rights and privileges. Come on. We've got to get this in our spirit. I say it to someone watching today. Get it in your spirit. Praise God. Settle it once and for all. I am more than a conqueror. There is breakthrough for me. Praise God. I'm going to live my life for God. I'm going to do what God has called me to do. I'm going to finish my course here upon this earth. And I'm not going to keep living down here. Praise God. I'm going to rise above. I want you to stand with me today. I haven't preached long. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The courage to obey God. You know, we call upon Him. We hear His voice. And then sometimes we go back to the natural, to the, to the fleshly man, and we rationalize this. Is this really God? We weigh it all out. So many people lose the breakthrough right there because they weigh it out with reasoning and facts, and they look at situations, and they allow their finite mind and their finite reasoning power to stop the breakthrough. God is limitless. Amen? Hallelujah. He can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. God has not changed. We have changed in not fully grasping hold of who He is and what He can do in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your presence here today. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus just bow our heads. Lord, I praise you. Thank you for breakthrough. Hallelujah. God, in this service today, there are people, I believe, that need to take this message to heart in their spirit, God. They're doing okay. They're rocking along, perhaps. But there's some here today that have even been hit 
really hard just in this last week. Maybe in their marriage, maybe in a job situation, maybe physically the enemy has attacked them, maybe it's some other relationship. And God, it weighs heavy upon us. I just sense that today in this place. There's a, there's a weight. People are carrying weights. God, and they need a breakthrough in their life. If they will just step out in faith today, God, realizing who you are and who they are in you, God, there's breakthrough for them right now. Something they've never experienced in their life ever. God, you've put this message in my spirit, I believe, for a reason, God. Breakthrough, breakthrough in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I just want to tell you today, where you're at today is not your ending. You will have what God said you will have. You will do what God has said you will do. And you will become who God wants you to be. I speak that forth today in your life. Where you're at today is not the ending of your story. Praise God. You just got to keep pushing through to break through. Praise God. Hallelujah. We just bow our heads for a moment. If you're here today and you, by an upraised hand, could say, I, I need a breakthrough in an area in my life, would you just slip your hand up? One, two, three, four, five, six, several. Looking to my left. I need a breakthrough. I need a breakthrough in my life. Things are not, I know when I really get alone with God, that things are not where they should be. They should not, they're not where they should be spiritually. There's things in my family. There's things in my work. There's things that I've settled. I've settled for. I've compromised. I want God's best for my life, for my family, for my ministry, for everything. Many hands going up today. I want you just, as she sings this song, just say, God, I receive breakthrough. And, and then name whatever area it is in your life that you're battling so hard right now. In this area in my life, there's breakthrough. There's breakthrough in my life right now. Would you sing, Sheila? Praise the Lord. I need you more. More than yesterday.
she continues to pray this morning. You need a breakthrough in your life. Some have already come and are kneeling today. But if you need a breakthrough in your life and you'd like for someone to get in agreement with you, just make your way to the front right now. And we're going to pray with you. And we're going to watch God bring breakthrough in your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for breakthrough. Thank you,
breaking forth. A breaking forth. Yes. A breaking forth of mighty waters. Mighty waters. A flood. A flood. A flood. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. The illusion. Yes. 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 So be it. Hallelujah. So be it. We receive it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor, I just got a real quick word. I just, coming up in my spirit, you know, I just feel like, you know, we have days like today where there's not many people here. And let me tell you, it's just a test. Many of you are up against obstacles right now. It's a test. David was up against obstacles in, in, in that message today and and we can we can think and get frustrated and, and distracted but I'm here to tell you it's a test don't allow yourself to get distracted because not only is it a test the second thing that the Lord wants you to know today is there's breakthrough I mean Pam said over there today in this service that I know as a former pastor is tough to preach to a handful of people it breaks your heart. This place needs to be full. And my wife just sat over there and took four pages of notes. Holy Spirit was just knocking our socks off. Right here, these people that came down here and got prayed, there's a powerful anointing here today. It's times like this that we're being tested. And if we just have faith and we'll believe and we'll push through, you'll receive. Because this whole thing with walk with God is on faith. And you'll recall in that lesson today, Pastor didn't get go all the way when that ark stumbled and, and Uzzah touched the ark and he died and they stopped right there and they took the ark to Obed uh, Edom's house. Well, while all this test is going on, Obed Edom is being blown. Oh, everyone around him is like, what's going on with this guy? It's because God was there. The ark of the covenant was at his house and he just overflowed with blessing. And that's what God wants you to know today. Maybe you're up against a test. Be obedient. Push through. Have faith. And that blessing will just overflow in your life. I just felt that real strong in my spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Push through. Amen. Praise God. Breakthrough. Push through to breakthrough. Hallelujah. Let's say it. Push through to breakthrough. Hallelujah. Let's stand one more time. Praise God. John, would you come and just, uh, I, you know, I, I sense as Brother Terry did, there's just, there's a lot of battles being fought today. I just want to tell you, there's going to be a lot of battles won in this place. You know, amen. As Terry mentioned, sometimes you preach and you think, man, you know, today I was wondering, is anybody getting anything? <laughs> God, did I miss it? <laughs> you know, somewhere, but yet testimonies here today of what God is doing and he's going to do breakthrough. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for this day. Father, thank you for your anointing. Father, thank you for breakthroughs in everyone, Father, that was here. Father, watching online, Father God, that they believe it and they receive it and they know that you never cease working in their lives, Father. Never, ever, Father God. And like Terry said, if we have the Lord our God in our house, Father, that blessings will rain down upon us. Let's make sure that we keep you at the center of our lives and our hearts and everything that we do, Father God, and we want to lift up pastor father 
as much as he pours out into his congregation, Father God. We need to, as your Holy Spirit, Father, also pours back into him, Father God. We just lift him up. We lift up this church, Father God. We lift up the body of this church, Father God, to receive all things that you have set forth for us, that you will make all paths straight, that you will overcome all things for us, Father God, that you will pick us up and carry us when times get tough, Father God, that you are everything that we need at all times, Father. We just love you. We thank you. We pray for safety as they go out. In Jesus' name, amen.